going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. My name is Nick. I'm Quinn. And this is Sonny. And on today's episode, tonight's episode, Classic Comics Collective, it is a motherfucking episode. Um, we are going to be talking all things uh, DC, um, all things PlayStation 5, and uh, no Marvel because um, Marvel's just not making news, but they are doing good things. Let's just say they're not making waves, but they're also just keeping on track. Uh, but before we go ahead and get into that, why don't you go ahead and pull out your phone, uh, go ahead and minimize this podcast app, follow us on Twitter at ComicsCollectI3, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Comics Collective. follow us for the news, follow us for the memes, follow us for the episodes. I don't know what was going to come yeah, after that. 30, 31. Today is the 32nd episode. Jesus Christ. Can uh, you believe we've been doing this for a year? Holy shit. A year. Yeah, that's uh, crazy to think about. Apparently, we started this last uh, last August, so we're actually a little past a year. August 25th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy, uh, happy birthday, boys. Happy birthday. Pretty much. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it, and uh, let's let's uh, let's start with DC because uh, that seems to be a pretty big topic uh, these days. Uh, I heard that uh, Robert Pattinson has gotten over COVID, and the Batman has film resuming. Yes, or resumed filming. Jesus Christ! Yes, words, words are hard, Nick. That's the correct order of words. <laughs> yeah, it resumed filming, so. Gus is back on track at this point, but hopefully his ass won't go out and get sick again. Because apparently, remember, he was supposed to be like, he was supposed to be not hiding, but you know what I mean, inside. He wasn't supposed to be doing anything. And then he still ended up getting COVID. So, I, I don't understand it, but whatever. Supposed to stay inside, stay the fuck inside. But no, probably he'd want to go out and party or some shit, like all the celebrities do. <laughs> Stop fucking up, Batman. God damn it. I mean, my my thing, my <laughs> fear is with this in general with Robert Pattinson, not just because of COVID. Um, my fear with this whole thing is that uh, Robert Pattinson has just had a lot of, you know, issues in general with the whole the, the surrounding issues with the whole like he first started and people were just like oh well, he's not working out or he's not getting ready for the part and now the covid thing and then and then this and then that and it's like why is it become this big thing that he's the biggest batman star that has the most issues well you know when ben affleck did the thing it was like oh it's ben affleck like perfect nothing and right. then when C Christian Bale did the thing, it was Christian Bale, nothing. You know, now we got Robert Pattinson going in there and it's just nonstop like, oh, well, he's doing this, he's doing that. I think everyone just needs to leave the man alone. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. that Ben Affleck and Christian Bale had other stuff going on that were, you know, obviously in the same realm, not in the same situation due to COVID, but, you know, I'm pretty sure they had stuff going on where people could have been like Ben Affleck this or Christian Bale that, you know. Just leave the man alone. Mm. 
I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard about him doing anything crazy on other movies, but it's just like this is just like a whole stigma with it. Him being Batman. I, I think people are just in general. They're just really have something against him being Batman and playing Batman. And I'm, it's just absolutely crazy to me because no, like I said, none of these other people who have played Batman have gotten such a wrath. And I think that they they could they switch it up so much that it shouldn't be this big deal, you know. I mean, over the past Jesus Christ, am I about to what century? Is that correct? Is that yeah. that far? Ten, ten years? Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's, it's been a little bit more, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over over that past time, we've had way way more Batman um, actors than we should have or should need. Right. Yeah. Um, I also think he has a stigma too because everyone just remembers him from Twilight and then we just, you know, that's it. And so he's done so much, so much more. Uh, he's in a new movie on Netflix right now called The Devil All the Time and he's, he plays a really good part in that. Um but uh you know he's been in that he's been in the lighthouse he's been in several other things that have all gotten like good you know uh minimal attention but still yeah. is really good in them tenant. um yeah he's also in tenant which i know is in theaters now for those that feel comfortable going um but uh yeah i, I just think he just has a stigma to him and also in the age of covid you're not going to make anybody happy either uh whether you do or you don't resume filming um so uh, I'd just say just get the project done and just hope for the best when it comes for your release date. There's, mm. I mean, all I can say about it is like he does, he does get a good movie. This is the first time I've actually heard him talk about, uh, not him talk about anything, just like people just saying stuff about him a lot. But he's done a bunch of movies that um that have been out for a while now. Like you said, the 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 lighthouse and. This movie's on Netflix right now. Honestly, I, I just found out about the movie it take two weeks ago, but I didn't even know he was in it. Um, and that's and that's a lot of the things with his movies. Like you don't even know he's in those movies till you see the movie. Like, oh shit, that's him. Okay, I got you. Which would be a pretty much a good thing because he is a, a chameleon. I mean, yeah. In, in a lot of his more recent roles, he he really delves into his his characters, which are usually period piece characters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. I, I think he's a really good actor from what I've seen. And now I've never seen the Twilight movies, but I mean, I can't blame him on anything for that one. Yeah, that wasn't him. So that wasn't on him. Do you have a shitty script? You know what I mean? Yeah. But other than that, you know, I, I, I again, we got the trailer. We love the trailer. All three of us, I think we enjoyed the trailer. So we just got to see where it goes now at this point. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully he continues to do, you know, what he did during that trailer because that was the best part of the trailer him kicking that guy's ass yeah I feel like he he's going to be doing a, a very different Batman but I think it's one that I'm on board with as far as the trailer goes right because Batman doesn't have to be like you know big like Christian Bale like he not Christian Bale um, well Batman yeah, like Batman like anal Christian Bale because the first Batman Begins Christian Bale was fucking jacked um I mean, if but, we're being honest with ourselves, those Batman were modeled after the um, the Dark Knight, and where this one was supposed to be more modeled after, like the Year One Batman. So uh, he has a lot. He's I, I think he has different standards than what. Like I could compare 
Ben Affleck to Christian Bale's Batman because they were kind of supposed to be tonally the same Batman. Where this one should be a little bit like like less experienced, a little more brutal. Yeah, you get two Batman and shit. Yeah. yeah, you know, one that doesn't know how to pull his punches might actually break a guy's face. Who knows? <laughs> oh, in general, like you're gonna fucking punch you, knock your fucking teeth out your mouth. Oh, sorry, Batman. It's Batman. Yeah. He's coming to kill us. Well, um, I guess speaking of uh, Batman, do we have anything else to add to that one? No, I think that's no. that's the yeah, that's about it for the Batman. Cool. So I guess it's a good segue. So uh, Grant Morrison, Scott Snyder, Tom King, and Jeff Johns. If all those names sound familiar, it's because they have written Batman at a time at DC Comics, and also they're all what we call exclusive uh, people over at DC. Uh, they have contracts that say that they cannot compete, so they can't work for Marvel. Um, however, they, most of them do have their own creator, creator own projects. Uh, but because of AT&T now kind of changing things up, um, them, along with Brian Bendis, it looks like their contracts might be up. It looks like they might be terminating um, their contracts at DC, which means that they don't have the option to make more money over time there and that they'll be a work for hire. So whatever they can pick up project wise is the money that they're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing that's guaranteed. Um, so, so this is big. So we already know that Brian Bendis, who had swore to us about a year or two ago that he was going to be on Superman for quite a long time, right. and many and many many books have spawned out of his action comics and Superman series. Uh, now it's looking like he's ending his run on both of those series in um, December. Now, we don't know what that means for his Wonder Comics line, but we do know that Mark Wade, who, who is currently writing a lot of different things over Marvel, is supposed to be taking his spot as writer at, uh, writer of Superman. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the case with a lot of these. Um, like, we know that somebody else is also taking um, Grant Morrison's spot, possibly on Green Lantern. Um, however, they haven't announced who that's going to be. Right. Um, Scott Snyder. The last thing he has slated coming up is uh, is finishing Death Metal. And then right. after that, he has his creator-owned series at DC called American Vampire that's coming back. Um, Jeff Johns has three Jokers. He just finished up Doomsday Clock, but he also has nothing scheduled. And his time on uh, Shazam just abruptly ended. Um Tom King, again, he has a, a limited series with Batman Catwoman. He has Strange Adventures and, War- and Rorschach coming up, but those are limited series. And then after those series, he has nothing planned. So with all that in mind, um, how do you guys feel about DC going a different uh, different route than Marvel has, where usually you try to snap up the best people that you can and keep them exclusive so that you know, those names can drive your business. And now AT&T really has no interest in that because what they want to do is they want to they want to go mass market. They don't really care about writers and artists. They care about getting the name Batman bigger, the name Superman bigger, the name Green Lantern bigger. They don't really care how they go about that. And so they're not covening artists and writers. Uh, so, uh, Nick, I know that you come from more of a... Uh, uh, more of a retail background on how how best to sell how, how best to sell your product. Uh, do you feel like this is a good move? 
I don't. I don't feel like this is a good move because, in my in my opinion, consistency of what has always done good will always do good. Um, you know, it, there's there's rarely a trip up in that scenario. You know, for me personally, you know, I there's one thing that I do with just about every customer every time and that's always worked for me why ruin a good thing that's always worked for you right why try something new when it's working for you in my opinion the only thing you try something new is when it's not working out for you you know right. if i find that a writer is not working out for me or an artist is not working out for me. We're going to scrap it. We're going to try again. I mean, it's in my opinion, it's all just common sense. Like if it's working yeah. for you, you're good to go. Now, AT&T is now that new parent company. And what I'm wondering is that maybe they aren't seeing the correlation because again, maybe they're thinking that Batman sells more than Scott Snyder writing Batman sells. Um, so I can kind of see it from both ways, but I also don't think that AT&T is also super invested in their comic book market anyway. I feel like this is just a like a like a quick corporation move where they're like, all right, what's costing us the most money? And is it paying these guys their exclusive contracts just to keep them here when that doesn't make business sense for us? Um, what do you think about that, Sonny? I was going to ask you more questions about it, honestly. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so like, so when they say like, the Scott Snyder is not coming back. Oh, not Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, Jeff Johns, um, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and um, Grant Morrison. So when you say when you when you say what that, so that means they their contract is up. They letting them go. No. So so what this is meaning is that they were paying them extra money to essentially stay. So oh, just, okay. So let's just say I mean this is a this is a dumb scenario, but let's just say that like I'm paying you ten dollars to make a comic book for me. Right, um, right. So ev everybody else makes five, but you make 10. Mm -hmm. You're writing them just for me. Right. So that's what DC and Marvel typically do, is that you see, like, just Mark Wade over at Marvel right now, and you see just uh, Jason Aaron over at Marvel right now. Right. They have not they have non-compete contracts. And so in the 90s, when Image happened they realize that maybe the talent behind the book, maybe not so much the book self, the book themselves, but the, the but the talent behind it. Right. Um, that is the thing that's now driving the market. It's like people know the name of, you know, uh, Todd McFarlane. So that's why they're reading Spawn. It's not because Spawn is a popular character. They're reading it because Todd McFarlane's a good writer. All right. So the, so the non, the non-compete they got. So is, is it kind of like, say I'm going I'm to put it to something that I understand. Sure. So like wrestling. So when such and such, like Chris Jericho or somebody, he leaves WWE, he had a 90, they usually have a 90 day non-compete cost. So they can't go to, they can't go to AEW. They can't go to uh, TNA or Impact. They can't right. go to all the different companies. So is it is this going? Is this the same thing for the writers too? Like they have to wait X amount of time before they can go to another company? Um, I don't know. If, I think they write it out in years. So let's let's just say like DC just acquired Brian Bendis. I don't know the ins and outs of that contract. But let's just say that they tell him that he he can work at DC exclusively for the next five years. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of like that. Okay. Um, right. Now, I, I don't know what that means in terms of whether they get to pick their own projects and get them approved, or, right. if, that just, or if that just means that they are exclusive to DC. I'm just not sure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but it is a big but it is a big thing because you know that you know um, you know like Jeff Johns for example has been like a big DC boy but he worked at Marvel before that. Right. This is that DC paid for him for like the last couple of decades. They've been paying him exclusive contracts to stay with that company in particular. Exactly. Right. Okay. Um, so, so I think what's happening is that with the new ownership by AT&T and no longer by Warner Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. they're looking to, to cut costs because I guess they're seeing the comic books are not as profitable as they maybe once were. Right. Um, which, of course, that all ebbs and flows. I feel like we're going to be flowing back into that 90s era very soon where things are overprinted and undersold. Um, but I think DC is trying to find their footing right now in terms of what works for them as a company. And they're, like I said, they're trying to branch out to like the Barnes and Nobles of the world and and different coffee shops and different things like that. So like, I think they're trying to get more character recognition is what they care about. They're doing lots of young adult graphic novels now. Yeah. Um, things that can be more marketable so that any, you know, and any, you know, girl goes, oh, you know, I saw Catwoman in the new Batman movie. Let me pick up this Catwoman young adult graphic novel. It's just a one and done thing. Gosh, Jesus Christ. You know? Like that fucking uh, high school version of Batman. Uh, well, yes, that, that was a regular comic book that was actually going on. But these are just like, you know, 125 page you know, one and done type of things. Like they have one for New Green Lantern. They have one for a Batgirl that just came out. Yeah, I think uh, Beast Boy just got one too. Beast Boy did just receive one. Yeah. Um. So I think their their demographic is like the teenage, you know, uh, you know, thirteen to sixteen demographic for those. Or probably yeah. I should say ten to sixteen, but. Um, I mean, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's cool, but hopefully, like with these writers, they can do, like, they put them on stuff they haven't done before. Yeah, and I think it's a positive and a negative because I can see it. It's a, it's a negative because now, because um, now for you know for DC now, like Brian Bendis might you know come back to Marvel and be like, hey, like it didn't work out for DC. Do you guys need me? And they're like, oh yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, so I think that that is a positive at least for me as a fan because i get to see some of these creators maybe get a little more diverse than just in their their wheelhouse of one particular company um one of my favorite things to do in general is i i usually follow writers right um so i'm in that demographic of people so when i see scott snyder write something an image i'm going to image if i see him work at dc i'm gonna read his dc work and if he shows up in marvel i'm all for it Right. Um, Which I, I, I agree with that too, you know? Um, like, I mean, I don't follow writers like you do, but if I, you know, I'm fer- thoroughly enjoying Tom King's run of Batman, if he happens to go over to my- Marvel and writes a run of Avengers, you better believe that I'm going to be reading that. Right, right. Because right. because you just fresh off his run on, and XYZ. he did, yeah, and he did. Yeah. He well, yeah, mm-hmm. he must have not been exclusive there for a minute. Because do you remember Tom King actually won an award for writing that Vision graphic novel for Marvel, and that was only a couple of years ago. And then that's that was like right before he got to writing his Batman stuff, and then that's when he wrote Mister Miracle, and that also won an award. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious to see in the future, uh, analytics wise, whether this helps or hurts DC. 
Yeah, we'll see. Because as of right now, their business model makes sense from a business standpoint, but if it translates, we'll see. Yeah. Some things are really good in print in like on like paper and then you you just you try it and then it's like, yeah, well, we tried. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh let's see, uh yeah, speaking of other sweeping changes, what else do we have, Nick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have the announcement of finally that we have all been waiting for is the PlayStation announcement and the uh price announcement and all of that good stuff. Right. Uh, now, I know we talked about digital and hard copy, which which version we think we'd get. How are you guys feeling about this price? I mean, let's talk about the system price first. I know there's a lot of other prices that people are really pissed about, but mm-hmm. system so I, price. I, I, I want to be clear. We're talking about PS5s in particular, correct? Yep. yep. Okay. Um, system price, I think, is just never left. Um, I think it's always been that 500, 400, you know, if you go back further, maybe $300 range, but mm-hmm. I, I uh, think it's always stayed, go ahead. I think it's yeah. always stayed in that realm. Yeah, it's about that. I think PS3, when it first came out, the original PS3, with the backwards compatible shit, like it was originally backwards compatible, I think that was 600 Gotcha. When that first came out. But then they, you know, they, they dropped that, they got rid of that, and that's when it dropped down to the prices you know, that we're used to the 500 or the 400 mm-hmm. and, and the 300. So yeah, definitely that. But I think it, it all started with the, the PS3 with that, that super high price. Like it was 1994 and TurboGrafx-16 with that fucking highest price back then. Yeah, I but, just can't remember. I should have done my research. I can't remember what the, what the actual announcement price was for the PS4 when that first came out. Yeah, I think it was 400. You think it was four hundred? Okay, so they've taken a. Okay, so so just so we're all clear for those listening, so the the price for the the one with the disc drive, um, is four ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. And yep. And that's three ninety nine ninety nine for the digital. For the digital. Yep. So it's a hundred dollar price hike to get the 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 disc drive if you prefer to to play it with the disc going out to a store buying a disc coming home but which go ahead well i was just gonna say which is a different approach than microsoft took which they took the same kind of approach with a disc and a digital but with their digital version microsoft took down that price but they also took away 4k they also took 100 away 120 frames per second which uh, for, okay. for those who don't know if you're getting a game system 120 frames per second is very important right. um yeah just for overall feel of the game i mean they took away those qualities they may have jacked the price down by i think it's like 50 bucks if i remember correctly which no it was the exact same price Really? Then yes, that's it's, yeah. It's three. It's three ninety nine ninety nine and four ninety nine ninety nine. So it's the exact same pricing for both consoles. Now we the all series, knew series that. that. Yeah. I mean series S. Hold on, man. Let me see. Yeah. The series look, S look and that, X. Look that up, uh, real quick, Sonny. But I mean, we all knew that PlayStation was just waiting for Microsoft to drop theirs, so they could, you know 
undercut slash make a bigger, bigger and better move. Now, I don't want to pretend. I don't want to pretend like uh, I'm, I'm like some kind of graphics snob. But from what I hear, Xbox's specs are still looking better on the the Series X. True, yes. but the thing they, is, like it has a, it has a ten. They have twelve. Uh, I forgot it was, it was twelve something, but the PlayStation has ten. But those are still high ass numbers and shit. So sure, like yeah. trying to compare them to each other is still going to be uh, still up in the air. It definitely is a bigger number, but PlayStation has more exclusives. Well, I think it was the same way, as far as I remember. I think it was the same way for the the Xbox One and the PS4. I feel like the Xbox ran ran at higher speeds once they were both upgraded to the Pro and the mm. what was the, the Xbox version of that? The oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. It was yeah, called I can't remember Xbox, either. Xbox One, right? One, no. one, one S, one S, one S. <laughs> yes, yeah. And um, um, but yeah, I mean, Xbox always has been leading in that in that market, but for some reason, gamers. I mean, I think they care, but they're not caring as much as let's say people on PC about their their graphics and frames per second right. and all that. You know, right? That's the, and I think that too. I think this Xbox Series S is going to go towards like parents who you know want to get their kids a system and it's just like brand new and mm-hmm. they can get on their little green cards or whatever, and they can just download games with their green card. Parents to do the allowance, they use the green card to get the card. I mean, get games, whatever. Because if, like you said, they, it's like a watered down Xbox, essentially. Yeah. What is brand now, new? Brand new games on it, and you know it's three hundred dollars. So now I think that this no, not three hundred, four hundred. Um, Xbox is two hundred. Xbox Series S two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine two hundred and ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents stand. Oh, so they aren't the same price. Yeah. They are. They are the same price. Oh, I thought they were. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's why they dropped the graphics and all that stuff. Damn, okay. But right. it's a lower price. Yeah. But I, I think just in general that this this upcoming series of game systems is definitely uh, a revolution that we haven't seen in I wanna say since PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox, Xbox Days in general, you know. I think I think that that's I think that that's the uh, this is going to be that revolution that we see because it's it's going to be a tough it's going to be really tough especially with Microsoft dropping the uh, the Game Pass with the ability to play wherever. Now right. I personally was watching tons and tons of videos on this recently just because it is an absolutely innovative and amazing idea yeah I was, I was just telling sonny today that like i just saw somebody reviewing a brand new phone that was built to play with yep. xbox yep yep <laughs> yeah. and it's an absolutely stunning idea that let's be honest we google did start and kind of establish mainstream wise but uh microsoft grabbed that ran with it mm-hmm. and it is just turning out amazing i mean the graphics are always going to be lower. The, you know, you'll have some audio glitches and stuff like that. But overall, from what I've been seeing, this is a seamless and very well built platform that they have for you to just pick up your Xbox controller and play on your phone. Yeah. I, I wonder that now, I mean, you, you know how it goes. Like everyone comes out with an, or someone comes out with an, you know, in, uh, innovative, 
uh, technology and then the next company or they do if they're Apple, hopefully will like yeah. perfect on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I have a feeling that like, yeah, we might be not getting this for PlayStation right now. Uh, but we might get a better version of that from PlayStation way later down the road. Well, we used to have it anyway. Cause remember we used to have, the Vita was like that. <laughs> well, right. But imagine not having to use your Vita and you could just use any phone you have in your hand. Yeah. You know, it's just that that would be the new thing is instead of having people pay for a console, you just say, well, if you give us like a hundred bucks a year, then you can play on your console or your phone. Mm. And and it both work flawlessly. Yeah. Um, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, everybody talk at once. Let's do this. Uh, sorry, right. go ahead. No, you're, you're good. I lost my train of thought already. You're good. Oh, that was my fault, then, brother. Sorry. <laughs> good. I was just saying, like y'all was talking about the Game Pass for the Xbox, sort of. But we didn't talk about the PlayStation Five, uh, the PlayStation Plus uh, collection, pro collection program they have. Where, from what I'm understanding, you continue to pay. They haven't said anything, but to my understanding, that if you play, I mean, if you get the PlayStation Plus, those games, if you pay your PlayStation Plus, you'll get those 18 games day one when you open your your, yeah. your PlayStation 5. And those, and those games that. were all PlayStation exclusives. Uh, it doesn't have every PlayStation exclusive. It has enough. But it has but it has, <laughs> it has a lot of the major ones. It has the yeah. God, it has God of War, Uncharted 4, um, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I think it's a good. I think it's a good way to do it because it's a good way to com- to like compete in the long run. Let's just say they keep adding games to that collection. Yeah, um, yeah. Because like over time, I have a feeling we're going to end up with The Last of Us Two on there. Because PlayStation, typically, what they do is they they really get their money like the first month of release on their PlayStation exclusives, and then right. like after that, not much. Um. Right. Some games have replayability. Like, I think Spider-Man is going to be hard-pressed to fall in price, so maybe they won't include that on the pass. Uh, they probably will, because, um, you know, Game of the Year is, what, $20 to, like, GameStop. Right. So, like, this is a good way to, like, put that middle finger to that middleman, like a GameStop, a Target, a Walmart, a whatever oh, you want to call it. Um, yeah. That you could be like, cool, like, we got our initial money. Like, come buy your Game Pass, and you can just have it now, because it's been out for a year. Right. So they got so the the games that are coming out for the PlayStation Plus collection is Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield One, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, The Great Fallout Four, Final Fantasy Fifteen, God of Fallout Four. Shut up! <laughs> I know I, I love it too. I, I, I was like the Great because it was all awesome. uh, infamous Second Son, The Last Guardian. The Last of Us Remastered again. Monster Hunter World, a game that I would like to play with you guys one day. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, an awesome role player, JRPG. Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Uncharted 4, and Until Dawn. Yeah, uh, it's a fantastic collection. I, those are some good fucking games. And if you're telling me that you're knocked out of my PlayStation membership to play those, then yes, please. Um, most, right. of those, most of those actually have already been PlayStation games. I think a lot of them have been. Um, well, I think I think Fallout 4 and Final Fantasy have not. No, but I can, I can say that at least most recently, 
that mm-hmm. Uncharted for like what a couple months ago, give or take, yeah. was was the PlayStation exclusive. Right, because they so, gave us the collect the they gave us the whole collection, the first three games, the month yeah. before that too. Yep. But uh, so so are we are we saying uh, uh, date or pass on this one? <laughs> oh, on 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 the PS Five or oh, on the one? on the PS Five. Oh, I'm getting a PS5. That's Absolutely. not even a question. Now, yeah, 100%. Now, yeah, Nick's initial question was, are we getting the digital or are we going to get the uh, the one with the disk drive? Um, excuse me. Um, I think at first I'm going to get the digital. And I'm going to see how things go with, the, with you know, my finances or whatever in my house at the time. And then if I if I'm in, if I want if it's like games that I want to get, I'll probably end up trading my PS4 in and that digital one to get the PS5 uh, hard copy of the the disc version because you get that you get that 4K DVD thing in it too. That's why the price is a little high too because you get a 4K Blu-ray player this time, okay. whereas on the PS4 you get a regular Blu-ray player. And then originally the PS2. You used to get you got the DVD player because at the time when PS2 came out, DVD players were like super fucking expensive back then. Yeah. Now my my thing is my main question is actually is this a release day slash week slash month thing, or <laughs> is everybody waiting months or even a year to actually get the system? My original plan was to wait a year, but I was so hyped by the presentation of the system and mm. that um, at their uh, at their you know their release video for it that I may wait a couple months just to see how this digital version plays out. Yeah. So if it's fine, I'll just I'll get my credit card and just go ahead and buy me one. <laughs> you know, and my kids can wait a second. They can wait. Yep. Yeah, they can wait two years because we found out that all the games that were supposed to come out for the PS5 are coming to the PS4 anyway. So yeah, that's sure. another story for another day too. But uh, Quinn, um, you know I keep flip flopping back and forth, so I'm gonna say I'm undecided. Um, in, in a in a world where money is not an object, I think I'm gonna get the one with the disc. Um, with the disc drive because at the end of the day one of my like i said on our last podcast um i really like physical media one of the things that i like to collect is like blu-rays and dvds and things um so i can't really completely get rid of my my disc drive uh so my choices are i can either keep my ps4 and then buy the cheaper ps5 or if more I can trade in my PS4 and put that very little money I'm going to get at GameStop towards my PS5, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll give you like $10 and a ham sandwich for your PS4. And I'm going to be like, huh, nope. And then I'm going to go buy the digital. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know how GameStop goes, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we definitely know how they go. They're bullshit. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think I'm I think I'm a bit undecided. Uh, in terms of when I'm going to be getting that console, I have a very expensive year coming up. So in theory, I would like to get it by end of year. So maybe like December, maybe January. Um, but but I would like to get it within the first year is when I would like to get it. 
Uh, Nick, how are you feeling? Yeah, um, I'm kind of in the same boat there. Um, definitely um, within the same year. I mean, yeah. within uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would say December-ish probably. Um, maybe yeah. even if, you know, mm-hmm. by some godly miracle, there is a uh, Black Friday sale or Cyber Monday sale on to. it. There's no, there's not going to uh, trust me on that one. Everyone thought the same thing about the switch. And then they were like, hi, you're funny. But the thing, they're going to bundle two games together with it and like give it to you for like a couple dollars cheaper, but maybe, but the thing about, we all know about Nintendo is that Nintendo never drops price. Nintendo never does sales necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, on their systems, at least. But no, but no, I would, I would guess because it would still be within the 30-day window of the console's life cycle. I really doubt that we're going to see any kind of Christmas or Black Friday anything. Because I mean, why would you put a brand new console that just came out the week before Black Friday on sale? I mean, maybe that, maybe that, maybe that's their plan. I mean, hey, I only hope you're right, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> um, now, before we move on, because there's one more thing that we need to talk about. Uh, have we had a confirmation on if all games are going to be $70 now? No, some games um, Some games will be, they will start off at 50 then it'll be 60 and then it'll be 70 depending on what the game is. So I assume what- $70 are those like uh, annual like grab grab us games like Call of Duty, NBA, Madden. Well, Madden is in some shit right now, so I don't know how long that's going to last. But uh, <laughs> yeah. story for another day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, story for another day. Madden, Madden's in some, and in some real shit right now. Okay. Um, this is the lowest selling Madden. Um in a, in a not ever, no one really bought it. Um, but yeah, because I know Spider Man will be fifty, Miles Morales will be fifty dollars. Um, yeah, because that's not a full game, is it? Uh, yeah, it, it, kind of, sort of. It's not a full game, but yeah. So it's kind of going to be like Uncharted: right. Lost Legacy, where it was like a full, where it was like a partial game. It was just a shorter game. Yeah, at the most, it'd probably be like 10 hours, 10, maybe 10 hours, maybe, maybe, if you got to do all the 100, if you want 100% of it or some shit. Okay. But, um, but like other games, like like you said, the NBA is going to be uh, $69.99. Uh, Horizon probably be $70 because it's a Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War probably will be a $70 game. I think all the like I think all the names with their names branded on it. The the triple A games, yeah. Yeah, they'll be seventy dollars, which I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem. I mean, I did it first, but like a game like to go to a wall all the four of us, well, three of us playing four with our other buddy, Grand Theft Auto, I refuse to pay fifty dollars, sixty dollars, seventy dollars less for Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto six. They re-released this game on a PS5. The most I would pay was thirty dollars. That's the most. Mm-hmm. That's the most I would pay. But what about what? What do you guys think about it? Like, you think, um, is, like all the games are going to be seventy? 
I, I like your I like your version. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be like the, the price scaling that we have on current consoles, where we have like the games that are forty to forty five. Um, yeah, like the like the smaller games, like uh, like Man of Medan was in that price range. Yeah, uh, but then we're also but then we're also going to have your your AAA games that'll be sixty. I mean. Well, there's more games than than just the AAA games. There's gonna, you know, there's gonna be thousands and thousands of games that are made each year. Some that are gonna be smaller, some that are gonna be bigger. So I think it's important to have different price gauges. Because what if we buy something from a small developer that maybe it's their first time or second time game, and of course it's gonna have some problems. They paid seventy dollars for it. People are gonna be angry. Oh, people gonna be pissed. You know, um, the shit with Avengers though, right now. And I, again, I don't want to complain, and I don't want to be like I hate Avengers. I love Avengers. I play it every day. Yeah, I'm in the top. I'm in the top ten percentile with Captain America. So. Um, <laughs> toot my own fucking horn. But uh, yeah, but you know, people like you. You can't really at this point. I don't think you should release games anymore that are not finished. If you yeah. if you want to spend seventy dollars for a game, yo, that game better be fucking finished. Yeah, I think that sixty dollars is expensive because I always have to think about like, oh, like I, I was just talking to Nick the other day in our group, and I was right. like, oh man, these two games that I like are coming out at the exact same time. I've now got to choose. Like I, I'm already doing that. Like one hundred and twenty dollars yeah. for two video games sounds like just a lot of money for me, being an adult who is trying to still like move up in the world. Um, right. You know, I, I'm I, you know I have more more bills piling on. Um, as I get older, as mm-hmm. with you guys too, and I've got to sit here and, weigh, <laughs> and I have to sit here and weigh my options. So that $70 game better be worth every penny for me. Yeah, damn right. Damn right. Nick? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Um, I mean, the, the, the prices are just going absolutely too high. The replayability for that game uh, better be ex- astronomical. Um, I, I think that with, um, mine and your generation, Quinn, yeah, our attention span has not as great as the generations before us. So <laughs> my OCD helps a little bit. I have to play one game at a time, but <laughs> yeah, the fact that it has to grab us and hold us for a long period of time, yeah, the, you know, the that mm-hmm. actually happening is just very slim chance unfortunately nowadays for a lot of people yeah. um, especially for them some people will pay $60 they'll play the game for a week and then that's it they and won't beat it they won't do anything they'll yeah. just play it and be, say hey I played it I'm good and we you know, you know, oh. there's, there's also like outliers but I would say for the most part your general demographic for video games is probably your 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 18 to 35 range Mm-hmm. As the people per- not playing, so I'm sorry, but purchasing video games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important that you don't keep it too high because got to remember, like, you know, dude working at McDonald's, I'm not saying everybody has that low paying job, but just for the common denominator, let's just say your minimum wage here where we live is something like nine or no, it's like 10, 10, I think is what it is right now. Um, definitely higher than that, buddy. Is, is it? It's twelve something. No, not for minimum wage. Not not yet, at least. Yes, it is. Hmm, okay. Um, 
but either way, I mean, equate that to how many how many hours do you have to work a week? You know, barring bills, how much money do you have left over? And will that $70 be worth you, you know, paying for your, your little bit of play expenses? Um, for, yeah. some, for some people, they might just be buying one or two video games a year, so it's not a big deal. But for us, I would consider us gamers. We play more than just one video game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> there's, there's some people that will buy this new PS5 with the with the full intentions of just playing N- the NBA game every year. And that's it. True. Just um, to have the better graphics. and. Yep, that's it. I mean, they, they probably don't even care about half of that. They're just like, cool, new roster, and that's it. Like, I have buddies that are like, I don't even know how to, to use my controller other than to play Madden. And like, that's why they own their console. Um, yeah. So I think it just depends. I mean, for us, we we like variety. We like change. We like to change up our our, our annual video game um, thing each year. It was Call of Duty here for a minute. Now it looks like it's Avengers. We might hop onto another game in a couple of months. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. We got Ghost of Tsushima in a couple. Give or take a couple of months, we'll be back to that. Ah, oh, right. And then that'll be a that'll be a free that'll be a free pass. So yeah, free yeah. play update. Yeah. But before uh, we get any further, I know we'll we'll grab some final thoughts in a second, but uh, I think we need to uh, go ahead and cut it here. We're going to be hitting, my timer says almost 60 minutes. I know a lot of that before we were talking, but uh, we've got to be at at least uh, 40 at this point. Next next week, we're going to be talking about uh, DC Infinite. There. (laughs) There we go. Um, but anybody have any final final thoughts on the uh, PlayStation and all of that? I know I uh, cut you off, Sonny. What were you gonna say, buddy? Uh, no, I was gonna say I'm definitely, I definitely going to get the system. It's you know, I just I, my for my time for my age, I, I I can play a lot of different games and be focused on different games because I can. To, for me, I can multitask on different games like. When we were playing Ghost of Tsushima, I finished that game like early, but it was like you guys were still playing it. But then I was still playing games with y'all, so I didn't even really notice that I was I didn't finish playing that game and shit. So every mm-hmm. time I like I have a break, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play, and I'll be done. And I got all these different games. Like I is I is I love playing video games, so I can see myself just buying games and buying games. Like Quinn saw my hard drive on my PS4. I got like 200 some plus games on the hard drive. Yeah. Most of them unfinished, but. <laughs> yeah, most, most of them unfinished, but it's insane. And because so, I know we got to go, but it's like, did you know that Witcher is one of the most, one of the games, Witcher 3 is one of the games that people played it, and majority of the people that play the game have not finished it? I believe it's massive. I read that the other day, and uh, CD Projekt Red had posted that, and they had said that, yeah, we're going to make Cyberpunk, which is another game that's coming. They said we're going to make it shorter because people, a lot of people, our, our data showed that a lot of people haven't finished The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and me, I'm one of those people. Like, I have to start over because I can't remember where I was at. I was, I was yeah. almost like that with Assassin's Creed until it finally got going because they, they just, they, they, made it longer than it probably needed to be and hopefully this game this next game will fix that issue it doesn't have to be you know longer than 100 hours guys come on (laughs) um but anyway my my final thoughts um i i honestly i i'm excited for the new console but i also know that i am 
uh, thinking forward in what I have to do this year. So I'm just going to have to say it's a wait and see game for me. Um, mm. My PS4 runs just fine right now. And if the right. exclusives are coming to my PS4, I might just hold off for a bit. What about you, Nick? Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, one of those situations where we're just going to hold off. But, you know, we'll see, you know. Yep. Get some, some sweet-ass shit coming up. I'm getting it. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I have some friends that are really sweating right now because they, they were going place to place to place online, and then just it was selling out like crazy. So I'm glad that I'm not one of those people just, like, sweating bullets right now. Like, I have the money, and I can't buy it. See, the, the other thing about that, I don't think Sony's going to be dickheads like fucking Nintendo is. With this no, shit. they don't. But, you know, the, the presentation came out. Now everyone's rushing to yeah. make sure they get one with the illusion for, for of no it being hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. For no reason. Like, you don't have to rush and get that goddamn thing. No, like that. Sony no. and Xbox are smart enough. They don't want to undersell their console. The whole reason why PS4 was the highest selling console ever is because there were enough consoles to sell. So, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and enough deals to sell it with. Like, oh yeah, you like Uncharted? Guess what? We got a fucking thing for that. Right. Like, <laughs> Listen, I got mine with the with the Last of Us for free when I bought it. So right. I mean, listen. Do what you're gonna do for those of you listening that are interested in one of these consoles. Uh, but I, I don't think that that first year is gonna be your window to buy it, honestly. I think you should wait and see and see what kind of games are coming out because I have a feeling all of your biggest games are going to be coming at year two. Right. But with that. Yeah. And, you know, like they said, the Spider-Man and all those games are going to be on the fucking PS4. (laughs) Uh So no, don't, no need to rush. Unless you just really want to play that fucking Harry Potter game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick, you want to play us out? (laughs) This is uh Comics Collective. My name is Nick. My name is Quinn. And this is Sonny, and this is Comic Collective.